together for Donnie and the Machine. Hey. Hey. What's up? Is that you, Donnie? That's me, Machine. Get ready for this. Episode number 13 of Donnie and the Machine. Just trucking along here. Special guest in the house today. His name is Brandon Gajic. Hello, hello. Give it up. Brandon Gajic is a photographer, videographer, cinematographer, editor, but most importantly, best friend. And he just got back from a road trip across the country. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, Chicago to Las Vegas. So you drove from Chicago straight to Las Vegas? How Mm -hmm. long is that? Well, I stopped in Denver, 14 hours from Chicago to Denver. I uh, stayed in Denver. I picked up my girlfriend, Ralika, oh. in the airport the next morning. And then we Princess. spent a few hours in Denver <laughs> and drove to uh, the Grand Canyon. Ooh. So that's about another 11 hours. So and from Denver, or Chicago to Denver, yeah. 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Denver to the Grand Canyon. So now you're going a little south. You're going south and like a little bit west. Okay. And, yeah. and that was 11 hours. That's 11. We actually, we actually stopped at Ma- Monument Valley. Okay. Uh, so it's like 11 hours to Monument Valley, which is like the scene from Forrest Gump where he decides to stop running. Uh. He's like, I'm, I'm getting pretty tired. <laughs> I I'm think I'll go home. Yeah. And he turns around and like all those cool things in the background. He's in the middle of nowhere, Utah. That's that's Monument Valley. And okay. that's the picture I have on Facebook of me walking on the street of the highway like a like a dunce in black and white. Is it time for the segment already? Uh-huh. Leave it to Sovereign. <laughs> Fuck that up. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it again. Yo, tell me about the Grand Canyon. I always wanted Dude, to go the there, Canyon and is, I've never is, been there. Have you been there, Downey? And I've never been to This the was Grand my Canyon. second time at the Grand Canyon. God and damn it. So before I left, I, the first time I went, I think I was like 12 years old. I asked my dad, like, what part of the Grand Canyon do we go to? Because I remember, like, being such a little shit on this awesome trip <laughs> that, like, my dad was taking me and my brother on as a kid. And I kind of relived it in this trip in summer. Like, definitely, like, there was... I saw about three things that I saw when I was younger, and I was like, "Holy crap! These things are amazing! Like it's beautiful! Like so nature." What, what specifically? So Me- Monument Valley is one of them. Okay. So just all those they're called. Uh, I think like there's one that's called like a crested butt, B U T T E, and they're just like big, like it's vast emptiness, you know, Utah, Arizona ish, and just these like natural like m- like mini mountains kind of thing. You can, mm-hmm. That's how you can think of yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's beautiful. Another one was the Grand Canyon. That is. Dude, if you've never been to the Grand Canyon, I remember even my, my shit 12-year-old self being a little asshole on this fucking trip that my dad's taking us on, walking to the Grand Canyon and looking at it and being like, whoa. It's it's like a fucking illusion. Like, you look at it, and you kind of get, like, this like kind of vertigo effect when you look left and right, because it's so big. It's like your whole peripheral. Imagine that. And it goes down. You can't see the bottom of it. And it's just like, it doesn't That's make wild. sense to your brain. That's like, really, wild. It's as big as it, they say it is. Huh? It's as big as it say. And so, like I said, um, my dad took us to the south rim of the Grand Canyon the first time. I asked him before I, before I left because I didn't remember. South rim. So then I decided to go to a different part of the Grand Canyon, which is the north rim. So, you know, it's so big, you can see it from different angles. Right. And uh, me and Rulika saw it during sunset, which was amazing. Dude, that's awesome, It's like, man. just like those like dark orange reds on these canyons. For oh, sure. Special moment, though. Earth is... A unique. It's so amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. So did you get to go all the way to the bottom at all? No, no. It's too far. We just didn't have the time. Uh, like, we were, man, we did a lot. We drove a lot and we walked Okay, a lot. so then you go from Vegas to So it was Chicago to, to Denver, Utah. Denver to Monument Valley Monument slash Valley, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. And then 11 from there hours. to Vegas, which is about five hours. So okay, so that's like, not that bad. In comparison to a 14-hour road trip, dude, I'm driving to Toledo this weekend. And that's five hours. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Oh Chicago, Chicago to Toledo <laughs> is not a big deal at all. But like a 14-hour road trip, I mean, where you the have to day, be yeah. focused and like on point for 14 like, hours. Did you drive straight through? From here to Denver, yeah. That's 14 hours. That's 14 hours. I slept there. New York is 12 hours. Yeah. I've done New York. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean... The farthest I've driven was to Toronto, and that was nine hours. I think it's harder when you have other people. You have to kind of cater to. Like, with Relika, it was great because we can... So you're know. saying it's easier to drive by yourself? Oh, with yeah. No company. Dude, I had podcasts. I had I had Netflix comedy specials downloaded to my phone. Because you have no... I mean, I have no service in the middle of fucking nowhere, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. 
And, um, dude, podcast. I listen to music for like the first 20 minutes, and then I just switch to podcast. Dude, podcasts are the best, man. It flies so much. It, it, it was it was great. When I tell people that my commute to work from in the morning is 45 minutes, they're like, ah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a long commute. Like, it's this big... Uh, inconvenience for me. I like I like that forty five minutes to work. I like that forty five minutes from work. N- not only do I get to listen to great podcasts and do I get to learn uh, awesome information, new information, and entertainment, but I get to reflect on my day. You know what I mean? And I yeah. I think about like the things that I did wrong or things that I want to improve on. Like I, all that stuff, I get you know I think about on my way back home. And it's a nice little time. It's nice time to myself, right? Yeah. To decompress. I don't. I don't mind forty-five minutes driving back from work, but when you're leaving at what five thirty in the morning, that forty-five minutes is like <laughs> fucking everything to me. You know what I mean? I don't. You're in that routine, right? How I love what time that. you wake up. I wake up at five every morning. Dude, like I actually saw a really funny comedy. Uh, bit about like what what is 5 30 a.m like is it fucking day is it fucking night I, yeah. I, it's so true like i don't know how you do that dude i, mean, you do I it to do it but. i look but i listen i've been waking up at 5 a.m for like 10 years now yeah that's, that's as because I, I used to be a, you know i used to personal train and i used to have clients i had to be at the gym at like 5 15 for a 5 30 client or whatever um i used to have people that started at five you know so you got to wake up earlier That's fucking crazy, and I, at the time i was living fairly close to where i, I used to train yeah. so you're but, used to it you're yeah to but like okay so waking up at five though like if especially when you get enough hours of sleep if you're going to bed at a reasonable hour and you're getting eight, you know eight hours of sleep you know your body's ready to wake up and it's much better for your health if you get your body to wake up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every day to get your circadian rhythm in motion and you know yeah. that momentum. I don't That's, know too, so much about it, but it is it, it is important to get your body to wake up and go to bed every every day at the same time. Wasn't that the key word though? If you go to bed at an appropriate hour, yeah, yeah. it never happens. Like, at least that? for me. Yeah. Well, if you're disciplined enough, I know I like to think that I get, I'm disciplined enough to do that because I listen. If I don't get my eight hours, I feel it. My body feels it, and it's a shitty feeling, so, especially when I'm teaching, man. What happens when you don't get your eight hours, and you, and it's Friday, Saturday night, and you're at a at a bar at nine, ten o'clock? You get tired, you go to sleep, you miss Burt Kreischer. What does that happen? Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. So what? Do you, all right. So what are you saying? So he's, okay. So I wake up every day five o'clock. You get in that I, rhythm, yeah. You know. I, okay. So what is five a.m.? You it's. It's dark still, especially in the winter months, man. Oh my god, it's, it's so dark. Short now. It's dark. It's cold, and I don't know. I really like it though because I get to, you know I'm in that routine where I make my cup of coffee and I throw my MCT oil and butter in there, dude. And it is the best, dude. It's such a good moment in the morning to sit down. <laughs> I talked about this the last time, uh, but yeah, like on a Friday night when you've been working all day, and you wake up at five o'clock. And you do have plans with the wife and you go to dinner and you have some junk food, right? Some bar food and you get that huge insulin spike for Loads a comedy carbs, show. Yeah. Dude, right before a comedy show you're about to see at 1030. So I, two weeks ago, I went to go see Burt Kreischer. <laughs> the machine, he's also the machine, right? Um, super funny guy. I listened to a podcast with him today and uh, I was so excited for him. We get to the comedy show at the improv and... Uh, I, you know, I don't know, man. Around like he got on around like eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. It was a late show. That's pretty late. Yeah, it's late. He started at that. Like the opener was good too. I remember listening to the opener, and Bert gets on. He takes his shirt off, and I get all excited because he does all his stand-up <laughs> shirtless. He's fat, <laughs> and it's funny. Fat is funny, right? We're not fat shaming here, folks. He does it. That's that's his thing. Anyway. Um, and then I just remember getting really tired, and then like I just like dozing in and out of his comedy special or his comedy show, and I was just really disappointed in myself. I just couldn't stay up that long anymore. I couldn't do it. My body was telling me no. I had to go to. So, I, I mean, I can see down. myself falling asleep during a movie, but that to oh, me is like even super rare. Like yeah. I'm a totally movie guy, but I know you've fallen asleep during. <laughs> I returned to the Planet yeah, of the Apes. Right. What is the Planet of the Apes? We went, to movie? Go, we went to go see the Planet Apes movie. How was your thirty dollar nap, Dan? <laughs> It's I fell so, asleep during a movie too. Yeah, yeah, I think I fell asleep during Armageddon. I think that's I, like a really memorable time I fell asleep. During oh, a movie. dude, I fell, I fell asleep. I've fallen asleep at movies many but times. But a comedy show, like to me, that's, yeah, like, that's impossible for me to have. Like, where, where was it at? It was at the Chicago Improv in Schaumburg. 
So, so is it, you're is it like theater seating, right? It's like, like yeah, dinner, it's, it's like, like dinner seating. Dinner right? seating, yeah, dinner restaurant, seating. restaurant so, seating. So you fell asleep at a table <laughs> while I was facing outwards, and I wasn't falling asleep. I, w- I was falling asleep. I wasn't like dead asleep. I just kept going in and out, yeah, yeah. you know, listening to the jokes and like. Were, were you guys at your own table, or was the other? There people was there? people behind us. <laughs> That's so we were like in like the That's aisle, facing the aisle. I know, dude. I was really disappointed in myself. But that is that is you though. It's, You're known to kind of fall asleep <laughs> randomly. It's well, at the end of the day, PM. at the end of the day, when it's time to go to bed, especially after a meal like that, man, dude, I just got really tired. I was really disappointed in myself too, because he's like, "I'm gonna go in the back and hang out, guys." And then y'all goes, "Do you want to meet him?" I'm like, "We're going home to go to sleep oh right now." God. And I, I, dude, I really and I, but I really wanted to meet him. But like, when you're in a situation like that, when your body's just telling you, dude, you got to shut it the fuck down or else I'm going to shut it the fuck down. That's what 5 a.m. does to you. Apparently. Oh, yeah, man. You know who was just here that I'm like kind of disappointed that I didn't know about to go see? You guys know Trevor Noah? Yeah, yeah dude. Fucking he he took guy. over yeah. the Daily Show. Yeah, but he's so good. Yeah. He's really good. So good. I love his accent. I watched one of his um, comedy specials last night because he's like... he. Talks so seriously, and then out of nowhere, he just makes a joke out of Plus it. Plus, he has that British accent. So yeah, I kind of like. Yeah, yeah. It's very really classy. Yeah. All right. So then you were in you were in Las Vegas. Oh god. What yeah. what were you doing in Las Vegas, man? What so, do you do in Las Vegas, man? Well, obviously, he doesn't do what you're supposed to do in Las yeah. Vegas when I mean, he goes no, for work. For work, I was there for the uh, the SEMA show, the car show. Um, and I wasn't invited. Yeah, I'm not totally not a car guy. I mean, <laughs> I am through association with you know obviously Usabri and Dan, Dan and other yeah. car people. So I'll, I was there for that, setting up uh, these uh, hologram unit displays for uh, Optima batteries. Well, you were, you were working for Optima. Huh? Yeah. Um, so I, I, it was kind of a thing where I just kind of set it up and like gave it to them and just kind of like wandered around. I would check up on them, just kind of wipe off some fingerprints here and there. But just that was pretty much it. And then the rest of the time I was there for five days and just did whatever I wanted. Wait, and I, I fucking hate Vegas. Let me just say that first. So, really? <laughs> well, you were, uh, were you, uh, who were you with? Were you by yourself most of so the time? So, Relika was there for the first day and a half. That's your girlfriend. Yeah. Of how many years now? Five years. Five years. Mm-hmm. Princess Relika. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was great. When she was there, we kind of like did the whole like walk in the strip, uh, popped in and out of casinos, had a nice buffet at the Wynn. Um, you know, just did stuff like that, hung out, walked around. Um, but, you know... Oh, she, dude, she fucking won $900 on roulette. What? Yeah. Let me Get out. Yeah, that's, wow. it was bizarre. How was it her first time in Vegas? First time in Vegas, yeah. And, and she won $900. Dude, she put, huh? a, she, put a, she put a $25 chip down on 11 And this was obviously after, like, losing a bunch and, you know, yeah, up yeah. and down, like, typical, yeah. just, you know, gambling shit. Um, yeah, but she put it on there and she hit it and was like, all right, we're getting the fuck out of here. $25 chip? $25 chip. Wow, that's a good one, man. Was that thirty six to one? Thirty, I think it was thirty five to one. Thirty five to one. Yeah. I remember when we went down there in uh, in June. He won some money. So hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. I didn't win some money. Well, I had. I was up. Let's he we'll was call up it that. Significant. I was up significantly, like four or five hundred dollars. It would have yeah. been. It would have been a few, maybe like two or three drinks at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> two or three. Yeah, yeah it would have yeah. been something like that. It would have been actually two or three drinks at the at the nightclub, right? <laughs> Um, but I, I, we were sitting there having a good time and I wanted to play more. So I just kept playing the money and I was that's like, ah, oh, we're going to win more. Yeah, that's the thing. You want to keep on going. Yeah. That's, I, that's well, I get you. Like I, like I, I was thinking, take it, run. Obviously while you're up, quit. But we, I got up really fast and I wanted to be, <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to play longer. What if you get more? Well, I, yeah, that's always the thing, right? <laughs> what if you can always win more, dude? Exactly. You can always be better. That's a sickness. There are people who have gambling problems, man. They yeah. can't. Do oh it. yeah. Oh, speaking. Well, let's just say we weren't there to technically. We weren't expecting to win money. No, definitely not. So I even don't when you, we won, we just gambled. I don't it all know away. that. Listen, yeah. I've only been to Vegas one time, so I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm not a gambler, or you know, have I been around a ton of gambling or whatever? But I don't know that you go to Vegas thinking you're gonna win money. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, some people do. Some do. Yeah. Really? Oh, I wouldn't God. doubt that. I, I hate it. I wouldn't though. pass that. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just I hate the sound anybody? of all of the, the slot machines, the fucking cigarette smoke. All, I mean, the bums there, like, that's like a different level of bum. Homeless yeah. people. Well, if you came with us for my bachelor party, oh, I think you would have had a good time. Totally different experience, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because you go to Vegas and you work, right? Yeah. While everyone else is having a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about work zero times when I was in Las Vegas. 
Why, you know what I mean? why would you? Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. So then you drove back another 14 hours. Well, how long? No, it's not 14 hours from Vegas. It's longer than that. Well, I did the same kind of trip back, except um, I just went straight to, like, I stopped in the middle of nowhere, Utah. From I went, like, from Vegas. I left Vegas Friday night, like, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Oh, really? And I just drove for, like, nine hours and then stopped, like, wherever the fuck I was. Like, I had no idea. And, <laughs> and I you did, stayed for the night? Stayed for the night and then went from there to Denver and then stayed there for, you know, two hours, got some dinner, went to a uh, a shop, <laughs> and then drove from there back home. What, what is this? A restaurant, you mean, right? You know, it's you know, there's things that are legal there that aren't legal other places, and uh-huh. yeah, I, I have the ability to do that because you know I'm a creative person. Interesting. That, that's my justification. That's my. <laughs> I don't. I don't work for you know. You know, a you should. or something, whatever, whatever the fucking word is. You know, you 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 freaked me out on your drive back though. Why? Because you texted me saying that your car's been shaking violently oh, yeah. for the past like eighty miles. Should I pull over or not? It's probably probably a little toasted and thought I was hilarious. I'm like, that yeah, I think you should pull over. <laughs> Tell me the story about getting uh, pulled over by a, a sta- Utah state trooper. Oh, yeah. So I was going 10 over in Utah, middle of nowhere. Like, literally nobody else on the road. This is like 2 in the morning. And, like, I'm driving. I don't see any cars around. Like, coming towards me on the side of the road, nothing. Like, there's just fucking nothing. And... Like in my rearview mirror, I see like little blue and red lights. So the cop was really far away and he's like fucking hauling ass toward me. I'm like, this cop's just going to pass by me. So I pull over and then he pulls over. I was like, oh, fucking God, great. Because, <laughs> you know, Utah's like one of those states where you're like, they're very strict, let's yeah, say. Very strict. I mean, they're not all Mormons, but they're, they're fucking strict. No offense to anyone listening in Utah. Of course not. No, of course not. Um, Much love, Utah. I don't know. I think it's a known thing that the cops are very strict in Utah. But anyway, I got pulled over. I was literally going 10 over. And then he asked me all the details. Like, he was he was a cool, nice guy. Just like, hey, give me your, you know, registration, rental registration, and your license. And I thought I was going to get off with a warning. Like, the way he was talking to me was kind of cool. And then he came back. He's like, here's a citation. Yeah, and then you have to pay online. And I'm like, how much is 10 over? He's like, $120. So I was like, oh. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Appreciate officer. It. Yeah. Yep, so like you have that. to be. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, third time driving cross country, getting pulled over one time, it's not it's pretty good odds, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of driving, dude, in a short amount of time. I, it's, I mean, it's obviously my fault. I really should just go to the speed limit everywhere yeah. I go. But 10 sure. over, I was just like, come on, man. I hear you. So, uh, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I did a lot of cool stuff. It was a good time. Cool. We're st- starting a new segment today? I think this is the time that we're going to start a new segment. All right. We're going to start a new segment today, guys. Now, listen up. Here's how it's going to go. How's it going to go? Everybody, prepare to be amused. Because it's time for our segment, That's Not So Fake News. Brandon, our special guest today, can you do me a favor and explain to me how this uh, segment's going to be going? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I'll explain your segment for you. Explain it. Because this, this is... <laughs> Please do it. This idea came about when we were just hanging out earlier before the podcast. Yeah. I mean, uh, so Donald, Donald Trump is known for saying fake news and saying everything is fake news, but we're... Fake finding, news. You're fake news. Yeah, we're all fake news. We're, we're finding articles that are actually true, but they sound like they're fake. Kind of like the Onion website, right? Yeah. So it's like the Onion, but it's not the Onion. But the Onion is actually fake news. The Onion is actually fake these, news. These sound like titles that would be a part of the Onion. They sound like it's not possible, but they're true, yes. which is crazy. All right. So All right. Uh, basically what we're going to do is we're going to read through a few of them and uh, talk a talk little bit about, about them. them. All right. Machine, take me through. Take us through. Here okay. we go. First one. There's now an app that tells you if McDonald's ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> Interesting. What? How do you feel about that? Enough people got upset that they were craving McDonald's ice cream but, and their but machines you know, that's always, weren't working. That's been like a thing for yeah, years. That's a common the problem. Machine, the ice cream machine's always broken, right? Yeah, because there are people that just oh go God, straight to McDonald's so just for the ice cream. We're going to have to get on the app store and see if it's true, though. I, is, it, is this a separate app or is it like part of the app? That's What's the app called? Is there, does it say oh, in the article? tell you in a second that's really like could you imagine if it's a separate app it's just like i think it is oh it's called ice check oh my god dude. It's well available for apple ios devices allowing users to search their nearest mcdonald's and show them the status of the ice cream machine in real time i know that dude i know that when uh 
my mom and dad used to love going and get uh, ice cream from McDonald's. Uh, there were McDonald's. like 60 cents at the time. Yeah. So we're going to go, hey, we're just stop by McDonald's and get an ice cream, you know? I don't know, dude. To have an entire <laughs> app to let you know that your local McDonald's has an ice cream machine dude, that's, that's just how, not that's working. That's how big McDonald's or, is. Like, yeah. think about it. Like, they're like, oh, shit, we, gotta, we have to allocate 10 people to this and build an app. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dude, amazing. It's the, the phrase was coined years ago. There's an app for that. There's literally an app for everything. That's true. There's nothing you can't find. It's very interesting. I'm not surprised at all. The people get what they want, and then they still complain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Give me the next one. Next one. Man picks a knife fight with his neighbor, wears porn magazines as body armor. What? Now does it does it say that? Is there uh, a picture? Uh, I just need I just need to know. If there's a picture or not? <laughs> yeah, right. What would that guy look there like? There is a picture. <laughs> what? Yeah, there is a picture. He taped adult magazines to himself for protection during a knife fight. He tried to start. <laughs> Did does it wow. say that they were intoxicated on anything? Oh fuck! It I, looks like it. I mean, yeah, folks. So it's an old guy that's basically naked that has. It looks like he's on meth. Let's just put it. Yeah, like magazines that are wrapped around his body for protection, <laughs> like he said. That's weird. I don't know, yeah. dude. Like, just, I, we don't that we don't know anything about the story. We don't know why he did it. Usually, people have a. There's we're, just, a we're strictly talking about the titles right now. Let's uh. Let's, How do you feel about this though? This is interesting. Facebook asks its users for nude photos in order to combat revenge porn. What? Yeah. That sounds so fake. What? It does sound fake. In a project. You know, maybe we are form. giving fake news out to people. What is this? You think so? Brandon, did you no, lie to th- us? No, this is The Guardian. This is legit. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Oh, this no. is the, yeah, this is The Guardian. I don't know. Facebook is asking users to send the company their nude photos in an effort to tackle revenge porn in an attempt to give some control back to the victims of this type of abuse. Yeah, let's do that. It's like it makes sense in a weird way, but how could you trust that? Yeah. This is true. And who would do that? I mean... There's a lot of people that would do a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, so is is the idea that you send the pictures that you sent to someone else, and then they can kind of like... I'm assuming it's like their their tagging feature where it just recognizes people's faces. So I guess they're going to do a whole body thing and search the internet for something similar, maybe? Whoa, that's weird. It like it like you know it makes sense in a fucking weird way. It does. It makes sense, but it is weird. Would you do it though? No. Would I do it? You gonna send them your nude pictures? Why would you know? Here's the thing though. Why would you send your nude pictures if you've never sent them to anybody? How are you gonna have revenge yeah. porn? Dude. Exactly. So yeah. if you've never done it, there's no need for you to send to them either, because nobody has anything of you. You've yeah. never sent anything out to anybody. What's the point? Yeah. That is true. Now everybody that has done it. They have an option. They have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. They have an option, yes. All right, next one. Give me another one, because that was... <laughs> I don't like these ones, sadly. <laughs> hey, I'm going down the list. What are you talking about? That was a good one. That All was right. fucking good. Since, uh, how about this one? Jean-Claude Van Damme and the Green Power Ranger throw down after decades-long beef. Oh, Tommy? Tommy the Green Ranger? Apparently. apparently Jason they- David Frank? Dude, I follow him on Instagram, and that dude posts something every couple minutes. I swear to God he does. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it's always something about Power Rangers. He's always at a Comic-Con or something. And there's a lot of people still into that, man. Nostalgia plays. Nostalgia okay. sells. Yeah, this is a thing. So I guess the back in 95 at the Power Rangers movie premiere, they had an exchange of words. And, uh, words? Words. <laughs> words. Frank tried to settle the score, publicly challenging Jean-Claude Van Damme to a fight in 2010, but nothing ever happened. What? And now... He I does guess, martial arts too, dude. Yeah, he's an MMA fighter, isn't he? I think he used to be. Yeah, he is, or oh, used to be. A, He's like in his 40s. They got in a heated altercation at Comic-Con on Saturday. See? These guys are always at Comic-Cons. There's a Comic-Con every weekend in well, a different he city. He is a Power Ranger, so... So do you think the White Ranger Who whoops Jean-Claude Van Damme's ass? What do you think? Street Fighter versus the Power Ranger? This is like real-life video Man, game. Yeah, no shit. That would be amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, they sh- UFC should like get this on. <laughs> yeah, I think Van Damme's a little too old. Well, he's kind of old, too. But he did that Volvo commercial <laughs> where he did the splits with the semis. This I've never true. seen it. What? I don't think I saw it. Maybe it's a Super Bowl, Super Bowl commercial, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Do you think that's real? Yeah. How can that be real? I think it was real. That's really, really, really real. That's fake news. That's fake news. <laughs> it's a commercial, of course. I guess All I right. should know that, but you I got, never looked into it. You got that music hanging? You got that music still going? You want some more? Well, I just want to close it out with it. Okay. And that it is. There it is. That's our very first segment. That's the jingle I made up for that. It goes, 
Hey, everybody, prepare to be amused. It's time for our segment. That's not so fake news. Mm-hmm. And we're back. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so back to back to the Donnie and the Machine episode thirteen. You know, it's uh, t- what do you think? Are, are you um? Do you have like uh? Are you superstitious? Do no, you think not at all? <laughs> do you think number thirteen is a bad, unlucky number? No, no. I don't. Yeah, I don't think about Just that like at all either. Elevators that, you know, hotels that don't have the thirteenth floor, but they have like fourteen. What about the black cat crossing in front of? I it? used to be. No. I think I used to be superstitious. I think I. What is that? I used to be superstitious for sure. Like think about coincidences and all that stuff. But as I get older. I, I just I just feel like it's just a random. Did you ever do that? Chance. We, we used to go on our field trips in, in school, and on the bus, I remember somebody telling me when we were, uh, what was it? You can't make any noise. Like turn the music off when you're driving past the cemetery. Yeah, all that stupid um, shit. You have to hold your breath or something like that. <laughs> you gotta hold yourself for seven yeah. seconds. and then you gotta lift your feet up off the floor when you go like over train tracks or something. It was crazy as shit. I, oh, I've so actually, crazy! Oh my god! I've like just—I mean, how they came up with it? Like, what's the reasoning behind it? I've actually stopped once. I saw a black cat. I stopped once, and I'm like, because like, they say you gotta take throw something where the cat crossed in order oh to break god. the the. Tell me, you threw <laughs> oh, something? I did. I did. Of course, you did. So, are oh, you? I wanted. Just... I wanted to see what's gonna happen. Is shit gonna blow up or what? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like so you, you you spill the salt, and you throw it over your shoulder. Yeah, if like, you spill salt, you gotta throw it over your that? shoulder. It so like, did you throw? Did I you threw like a pencil or something, just for fun, one time. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine someone like looking outside their window at you. What is he doing? <laughs> what are you, you doing? That's interesting, Sabri. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well. Deja vu. Deja vu. What does that mean? You've experienced deja vu. Dude, that's I, just your brain's like working too well <laughs> it's what i think it's not yeah. true it's like coincidence it's not true you think it's a portal to the other universes it's a, it's a glitch in the matrix bro. <laughs> <laughs> the red or blue pill it's it's a glitch i took the blue <laughs> pill a long time ago bro you know what i'm saying do you want you the red the pill, pill or do you want alpha brain <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think so what do you think about alpha brain brandon you know there's two double blind studies that they tested on alpha brain it's yeah. a uh, plant-based nootropic enhanced memory focus recall you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take it in the morning. I guess I, I would need to take a full dose <laughs> and uh, do it for a few days. Yeah, if you go to on.com and get Alpha Brain, you can get uh, you can try it for a month, money back guarantee if you're not happy with the product. Try it, onit.com. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'll do it. Okay. Do you think there's a lot of stuff that's just like placebo effect? For sure. Yeah. But is it the placebo yeah. effect real? What do you think? Like, isn't if you for sure real? I'm not talking about that <laughs> in specific. It's confirmed that it's real, by the way. Let me just say, that. for example, like uh, smoking patches, like those nicoderm patches. Like, if you think it's working, is it really working? That's what I'm saying. Like, telling yourself that is it's it just working? your mind saying, like, you know that this is what this is for, and then it just works just because you you think that's what's doing mm-hmm. it, but it's really just your brain mm-hmm. switching up. Dude, I believe that the body heals itself, man. The brain and body I mean, heals itself. Yeah, it yeah. totally does. It does to an extent. That's why the placebo effect does actually happen. But I think like those patches, Sabri, like they actually, they have nicotine in them. I mean, I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. But, but then if, if you're taking in nicotine, how do you stop? Because that's, that's the addictive They're just lower you're, doses, yeah, right? They're, they're supposed to like wean off of it. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, you could stop cold turkey. A lot of people Let's do. talk about that here, Sabri. How long have you been smoking now? Oh smoking cigarettes. What have you done, Sabri? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. I knew that was going to come. This is too. coming. This is great. So let's talk a little bit about... Uh, oh, oh, what is it? I think you started... 11 years. Come on, blame you, it on me. Just do it. Get it over 11 with. years. I just like to note, Sabri, in, uh, 11 years ago... Yes. ...when you and I decided to just do our own thing, which is what people do, right? Friends go in different <laughs> directions and they... Uh, so now he's going to say that since he wasn't around, I decided to start smoking. Because yeah. you were around me. That's why. Yeah. I'm the bad influence. Listen, you said it, not me. I didn't say anything. I know what's coming out of your okay? mind. Okay, I didn't say anything. Uh, but okay, so you, you started smoking 11 years ago. Right. And uh, 20 cigarettes a day, pack a day, right? Yep. Sometimes a little bit more. You smoked a pack a, a day like, from the get-go? I don't remember at all. I don't think I couldn't so. tell you that. I doubt it. Pack a day is kind of a lot to start off. I don't off. think anybody smokes a pack a day when they first start. Well, did you buy Marlboros right yeah. away? That's mm-hmm. the one I gave you. That's why. Whatever. Right? You, yeah. Pretty much. The first, yeah. first, first, first pack of cigarettes. It was Brandon's fault, man. You see, I knew you were in a fucking It was Brandon's fault. Let's talk about, let's talk about how about, let's talk about how 
blaming others for your wrongdoing is the real mature way to go about I'm this. I'm just I'm not say, I'm not saying it as in oh my god he ruined my life. It's just a funny story about how it started. Is it he true, influenced Brandon? you. I gave him a cigarette. Wow. And so, at the end of the day, now you chose more what like, to do. Come on, Sab. Come on. Come on, just just try it, bro. Just oh, you just it. gave in to peer pressure. Yeah, I probably was. I did. Like I was that. 18 years old. Of course, I gave in to peer gave pressure. Gave in to peer pressure. Weak. Look who's talking. I don't know what you're You've talking. You've never given to peer pressure in your life. Listen, never. I, not when it comes to cigarettes. I'm sure. I'm okay, sure there were times. To... I'm sure there were times that you know, the situation called for it, where you want to like try to fit in with your tribe. Right? I can't recall a certain time that influenced me in such a negative way where I'm uh, smoking a pack a day for 11 years. You know what I'm saying? But you I can't stopped. recall some peer pressure. But he hasn't stopped talking since then. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't stopped talking, folks. I love talking. Obviously, I started my own podcast. <laughs> I tell people, I have a podcast. They look at me like, what? <laughs> why, why do you do that? <laughs> Yeah. I like doing it. It's so fun, dude. I get excited. It's a fun little treat, right? In the middle of the week, get to come and hang out with your buds. He's just like an energizer bunny on steroids. Yeah. That, you know, he can just keep going. I can't well, talk you know, that much. Listen, man. It is a lot of talking, especially given all the stuff that I did today. Like, te yeah, teach five classes. That's most of your job, too. Yeah. But, like, I like coming here. I like engaging in conversation that's meaningful, that can help other people. By the way... Uh, uh, more and more it's happening not not a lot i know we, we get like 50 50 downloads of a podcast right it's not a lot uh, each week 46 viewers brendan yeah that's all you got 46 viewers what is that? isn't that what you were saying last time yeah yeah like, our, our 46 listeners yeah our 46 listeners right whatever it's small however people have come up to me and said hey you know i was listening to your podcast and uh you know i was listening to this and it inspired me to do this now i went in and uh, made a, a business deal with some people in Kansas or Kentucky. That's really? what somebody said to me yesterday. That's it's like, yeah, I was listening to something about your podcast. It was with that girl. It was, I, I don't know, I don't know his podcast, mm -hmm. which has the most listens, right? It's cool. Right. And um, he was like, yeah, I was listening to it. And you guys were talking about something and it really inspired me and motivated me to jump in on this business deal that was presented to me in Kentucky in that a is, recording studio. That is fucking fantastic. I was right. like, sweet. Yeah. I hope it works out. That is fantastic. <laughs> I hope actually. it works out. And you know, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Speak. That's the goal, right there. Speak the, the truth. Goal. Have some fun. Enjoy some conversation, and uh, hopefully that, since it inspires me, inspires you guys, our guests. We learn new information. I'm hoping it's inspiring somebody else that listens, and then they share it with somebody, and they share it with two friends, and they share it with two friends, and so on. Name that movie right now. Ready? Go. Wayne's World, dude. Okay, yeah, Wayne's yeah. World. Garth Algar, Wayne Campbell. Yeah, you grew up on that shit. Yeah, it was one of my favorite movies. Are we gonna do a friendsgiving? You know what? Danielle was telling me yesterday about uh, not Friendsgiving, but having people over at a Christmas party. Mm. Christmas Ooh. party would be fun. With the, the, the bla uh, Black Santa, what is it, what is it called? Uh, a white Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just say a Black Santa? Yeah. A White Elephant? That's oh, cool. God. That's funny. That's funny. Everyone gets like a $10 funny gift. And yeah, then that's fun. They can all pick one or steal so, somebody else's. Oh, that game. That's yeah. so funny. Okay. Especially when someone brings like a gift. That's yeah, so done, weird. Like I've bananas. done that game. Remember when someone brought bananas? <laughs> Fuck was that? McDonald's? I'm pretty sure. Did my... you get the McDonald's? Someone got McDonald's. Well, that was at Danielle's old house, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, did it once. Yeah, right. When we had the right, right. the party. You the, know what? The grab bag thing. The grab bag thing. That, no, the white elephant. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I got. I was supposed to propose to Danielle at that party. Remember? What? What? Yeah, so it was my original idea. But then everybody got wind or like had an idea that, oh, Danny might propose at this Christmas party, blah, blah, blah. So I canceled my plans. So he waited yeah, another year. good. Smart. <laughs> Six months. It was. Six months. Seven months. Yep. Uh -huh. So you don't want to do it. You want to do it like this, the whole stealing game thing. You don't want to do it as in like we pick a name. From no, yeah, that's stupid. That's not as fun because when there's a bunch of presents right. in the middle and nobody knows what the heck they are except for that's the true. one that you brought, right. you know, it creates excitement. It's funny. Yeah. People are having a good time eating, yeah, having some better. beverages. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll do something like that. I think that'd be a good idea. But one of the the funny articles from uh, um, that website, what's it oh, called? The... Not the Onion website? Yep. Yeah. For not so fake news segment. What did you say? Christmas music? Is oh, a... Christmas music causes mental problems. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Affects your mental health. Christmas, in a negative way? Is in that a, what it's in said? In a negative way, yeah. Oh, these crazy studies. Yeah, you that should come pull it out, but that's. I, I agree with that. 
<laughs> I don't know, dude. Without any scientific proof, I agree. <laughs> yeah, we have no scientific data back. Listen to your Christmas music, people. It's, it's fun. It gets you in the Christmas spirit. Christmas music messes you up. It's official. <laughs> but then people get really sick of it so fast. By Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, Jingle Bells it's one more time. It's because they, they haven't gotten any new songs for like 30 years. It's, it's not- always the same. Or it's like remakes of the same songs in the same way, pretty much. I don't know, dude. Jingle I, Bells, like, get the fuck out of here. They're, they're classics. That's, it's tradition, bro. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> nah, you know, I don't you know. Can't, like, you can't like, redo it. That's why no, you gotta listen to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Time out, dude. That so we true. were talking about your smoking before we got onto the Christmas station. Um, uh-huh. So let's talk about what, like, that, <laughs> that addicting piece to it. Like, why can't you just stop? Why can't you just... I think it's because you don't have... Um, like what's saying what's like you don't have an immediate like problem you don't have an immediate concern right now right you know what i mean and you don't have anything that affects you immediately that says like oh my god shit i'm like you know mm-hmm. and you get used to it except it becomes taste. it becomes a habit yeah except the taste becomes a habit then i think it's just your mind is just constantly you're just used to like you do something like when you get in the car you're used to having that in your hand when you do this that yeah you're just it's a habit like anything else. I say it's like 75% mental habit and then like 25% like you're chemically addicted to nicotine. Right? And well, Brandon, you 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 do that. You're addicted to nicotine. Yeah, so. I used to smoke cigarettes. About a year ago, I got the vape thing and it's pretty much all I've been using. There is nicotine in this though. Yeah. Very and you know what? You know what? Listen, the thing about those vapes with nicotine, they haven't been long. They haven't been around long enough to know the negative side effects from it. You know what I mean? Like we obviously know anything with nicotine, cigarettes, with all the toxins and that's in that well, thing. The, the thing is, is obviously the, nicot- gonna be... the nicotine's not what causes the problem. But that gets you addicted to the right. Yeah, the things the that substance. cause the problems is everything else in the cigarette. Mm. All the chemicals, the tar. That's right. what causes yeah. the problems. The nicotine yeah. actually doesn't cause. But the that nicotine makes you want it more all the time. I mean, like that's that's what's getting into your blood that's what your brain is thinking it's making on its own and then when yeah, well, you're not getting that cigarette your your brain is saying i want it more think, I want think it about more. the mental habit where at a lot of jobs or just in general you can only take a break or step outside and do absolutely nothing in a sense when you have a cigarette like a lot of jobs you can't just get up and be like i'm gonna stand outside for five minutes it's true but see it, that's why i believe it's mental because when you get on a plane yeah you can get on a plane for nine, ten hours, and you're fine without oh, yeah. it. Yeah, because it's just not even a, you a know thought. That, yeah, yeah, you know that you can't have it. But the minute you get off the plane, your mind totally shifts into like, I need my cigarette. Yeah, except, except, except so Dan. what? That's why I think you guys know that that's story, right? No, he got kicked off the airplane for Dan smoking a vape on the on the airplane. He got kicked off the airplane. We both did. You guys don't know this story? No. Oh yeah, I, I vaguely remember. But go ahead, <laughs> dude. Go we're ahead. flying. Oh god, I don't know if I should be telling this, but whatever. We should be flying Chicago to. Uh, last stop is uh, Switzerland. This is for the Switzerland trip. Oh, right. So we're, we're flying Chicago to New York to JFK and then switching there to straight to Switzerland. On, we're on the Chicago flight before it, it starts taxing off. And Dan's smoking my vape. And he's in the window seat. I'm in the aisle seat. And the stewardess comes by or whatever. And she's like, hey, you can't, you better not smoke that again because you can't do that on an airplane. And then we're just like, oh, by the way, we're fucking wasted drunk. That's <laughs> a different part of the story. Anyway, we're we're, we're <laughs> super drunk because his brother had like rewards, like a fucking premiere thing. We go into that thing, <laughs> whatever. We're we're drunk. She comes by and says, "Hey, you can't smoke that." Like kind of like aggressively, but like rightfully so. We're fucking smoking a vape. And she takes a step back after she says that. And Dan's wasted ass says to me, "Who the fuck does this? <laughs> who the fuck?" Does this woman think she is to tell me what I can and cannot smoke on this airplane? And oh, she hears everything. The ego as it as, She as hears, at, like, the drunk fucking she heard every word. She heard every word, didn't say a single thing. But I saw her, like, turn her head and then walk towards the cockpit. And I'm like, damn, Dan, like, we're fucked now. Like, something's going to happen. I didn't think we are going to get kicked off the airplane. That was, like, that's dude, that's extreme. They took you straight off after that. Dude, they come by with uh, the pilot comes by. And he's like, yeah, you guys need to go get off the airplane. Like, you're, you're kicked off. We're just like, we're supposed to go to Switzerland for a wedding. Like, we're not getting off this airplane. You've got to be nuts. And so then a fucking two police officers come on the airplane, and they're like, you guys are getting off this airplane, or we're going to fucking drag you off. So obviously we do that. I left my phone in the fucking airplane, that airplane. Oh, that's oh, so no. that's the That's the Galaxy Note 4, I think, at the time. I don't know. Oh, Note 2? No. Note 2. Note 2. That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Right? So that happened. Um, 
Yeah, you you don't smoke vapes on airplanes. You don't have the thought of doing you that. You should have let them drag you off. Yeah. And, yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah, we were, we were put on the do not fly list. Dude, that, that's really bad, dude. We but we so we slept back in Chicago that night and then went to the airport the next morning, and they gave us a ticket to go, which was a mistake on their end. But you got to go. We were on the we were on the do not fly list, and then we asked them like, uh, "Well, we're supposed to go to a wedding. We're for sure. We have here's all information." And the lady's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I see. You're, you guys can go." So from there on, every stop that we had to do, we could we weren't allowed on that flight. We had to go through a separate like. American Airlines or something like that. Wow, what a pain in the butt. Dude, we just had to spend a night in Italy, uh, Milan, because they wouldn't let us on at all. That's fucked up. Let's pause it right there, dude. We got to give a shout out to my dad because he listens every time. And every oh, yes. time, dude, he messages me after every show and he goes, You know, say to your dad was listening to Italy. Yeah, there you go. So here's, here's what we got to do. We're just going to, it's me, Sabri, and Brandon, your, your boys from forever ago from playing in the band hey joe what's up joe what's up man shout out to you shout joe. out to mr <laughs> joe colapietro how you doing you should get him on here on a skype or something on a, on a call maybe one day <laughs> <laughs> maybe on. one day all right dad there you go you're Love scared you. that he's gonna tell you so all you, the secrets out all right so why. you stop you're stopping in milan dude and which is where my dad lives by the way yeah and uh you stayed a night there yeah. What a, dude, what a pain in the ass that's got to be to get back. How many times that you have to talk to people, you know, explain your story. So we, we knew this going forward that every single flight would be, after this would be a fucking problem. So we, we adjusted like an extra two hours, I think, to go to Milan. And then we talked to people and they wouldn't let us on. It took a whole day. At, at that point, like really, every time that they let us through, they're like, yeah, we're basically just letting you guys through because we have to get you back home. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Since yeah. you're already there, they let us leave. They have to let us back in. Right, they let you go, so you they gotta let you go back. Yeah, but I realized how like serious that do not fly list is on because so, our name is on there. So anytime they try to move us forward, like they're like our computers won't let us do it. Like we can't. Dude, I bet you the person who let you go go through got in a ton of trouble. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Because I'm when fired. because when they got that phone call and said these two passengers are in uh, yeah who in, did this? in Europe yeah. or you guys were in Europe right? Yeah. So. Once they got that phone call, like, yeah. what? Who the hell let them through? How the hell did they get through? Because that's some serious shit, dude. Yeah. Are you still on there? No, no. It was, oh. like, a, it was like a temporary ban for our itinerary, which oh, was like three okay. weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, everybody listening learned from those mistakes right there, man. Don't talk shit. Yeah, don't do that again. Just follow the rules. <laughs> like, just looking be back a... on it, it, was, it caused so much problems. But it's an entertaining story. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks for telling it. Appreciate yeah, it. it was, You're a funny guy. I mean, man. if Dan was here, it'd be funny to, to hear his side. Funny, funny, because <laughs> he'll he has his whole his whole side to it. Well, which is which is before we went off on the tangent. What we were saying about cigarettes. Yeah. Why I believe that it's strictly a mental, like it's more mental than anything. Of course. If you're strong-willed enough, they say nicotine lasts what two to three days. In two to three days, yeah. it's basically out of your system. So if you can last a week. Then nicotine is not the problem anymore. Okay, so this is coming from you. Right. Now, I said if you're strong-willed enough and want to do it, you have to want to do it So enough. where is your will right now, and how badly do you want to quit smoking before something serious happens? Because let, let me paint this picture for you, and I, <laughs> listen, let me just, let, just, let me just say this, right? Say okay. It, say because it. this is in, it's in my DNA to get the most out of human beings, right? And especially the people that I freaking care about the most, right? right. And sometimes I can be a little uh, too much. I get that. But you need people to motivate you to change for the better, right? And I, listen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best here without being offensive at all. Brandon, here you go. You smoke 20 cigarettes a day. Right. Five days, seven days a week. Right, mm -hmm. and then you work in a mechanic shop, which isn't the best air. Right, right. So right now, nothing's the problem, but do this another ten years. Right. Okay, which is not very long. Ten years will fly in a second. Right. It gets faster as we get older. I don't want anything to happen in that time. Okay. I don't want a phone call. Okay. Because now it's not you're in pain. It's everybody else who gives a shit about you. It's in pain. Right. Don't give me don't give me any other excuse about that. So. Again, you said it yourself. We can re replay the podcast if we have to. If you're strong-willed enough, okay, and you really want to, right, right, you'll do it, right. And 
If it's not for you, do it for us because we don't want that phone call in 10 years or in 20 years. Be like, yo, dude, I got this lump on my fucking whatever and I got to get it looked at this and that. I don't want that. Right. I don't want that phone call. So let's start up a challenge here, dude. You challenging me? Let's let's start up a challenge. Like let's hold let's hold you accountable. Is this maybe it's, it's gonna, a, maybe it's a little extreme, but now it's that bring the ego out of me, you know? Uh, yes, I think this is this is this is this is makes for good in, good radio. And well, how uh, do you feel about the outliers then? Though what are the outliers? Let's what? come up with the stipulations right now, dude. What what okay, do we got to do? What do you mean? You don't have to do anything. What do you have to do? Not me, but I'm just saying, like, what do we have to do? What are the stipulations here? I want to make give you a challenge. Let's see if you can go cigarette free for a whole four weeks. Okay. Can you do that? I mean, let's hear. I've never tried hard enough. Well, and I've never put myself in a position to want to try hard enough. That's the problem. Okay. Well, for us, so we don't get that phone call. Do it for us. Don't do it for you. Do it for us. Brandon, what are you gonna do, Dan? You gotta do something too. All right, come up. Oh, is that the challenge? Yeah. Why? Okay. Yeah. What are you gonna do? And how are you gonna be held accountable? This is the honor system. So. What is All it? right, Danny, I want you to eat a cheeseburger every day. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to harm my health, dude. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm saying, uh, like, there's people, I've, I've known and met people that live to be 90-some years old that have been smoking their whole life. Oh, oh so does, those outliers. No, yeah, I'm saying, how does that happen? That's a good question. Is that just freak of nature stuff? Maybe. Maybe maybe people are just, have those genetics to just or is it, fight away. Or is it, or is it the stress that, cancer. Makes it, that makes it more effective? Is it what? I'm saying do stress levels make things more dangerous to others than others? I'm sure that if you looked at the research, I would say stress is highly correlated with smokers and cancer. Okay. Okay. I, I, listen, I, don't, I don't know for a fact. I've never read the, the information, but I'm yeah, sure I, stress sure and cortisol well levels, yeah. I'm sure. they don't, they don't, yeah. they make you also retain a lot of extra weight. Yep. And... I think they just amplify I'm sure, everything. That's I'm wrong. sure that yeah, it magnifies the opportunity for you to get some sort of cancer or some negative mutation. Right. Who knows? But yeah, dude, how about we just have that? Let's have a challenge, dude. Come up with something. All right, let's come up with something. And we'll announce it next podcast. Next podcast, next podcast is going to be great, dude. I can't. I'm, I'm. I circled next next podcast the fifteenth on. Uh, is it the fifteenth? November fifteenth. I think it's the 15th. Wednesday. We 14th, got 15th. It's the 14th. Whatever. The, yeah. Next Wednesday, uh, Peter Ho- Hostrauser is coming in. He's oh, uh, nice. he's a, a business teacher uh, at a high school nearby. He's got this uh, YouTube channel called Disrupt Education. He's talking uh, different ways teenagers can go about pursuing careers in the future um, and shaking up the traditional system. The whole testing, eight periods a day. Uh, mandatory to go to college and if you're not going to college right after high school you know you're not looked at as a loser or whatever trying to shake up that stigma that system and um, he's a really smart guy and I'm really excited to pick his brain on the air man I really am I think it's going to be a good podcast I think uh, our our 55 listeners a week uh, you know are going to get a lot out of this one and hopefully attract more people because people need to hear his message if you uh, haven't heard of him or want to learn a little bit more information about disrupt education hashtag disrupt education um follow the youtube channel uh pete hostrauser is the um the guy who runs it all um again it's called disrupt education good stuff inspiring stuff um and that goes to show like anybody that has like some sort of dream some sort of goal no matter what stage in their life if they want to accomplish something how how strong are they mentally and how willing are they to go and get that done? Much like a goal of quitting smoking exactly. or a goal of opening up your own business or making it a multi-million dollar business. Like how Gary Vee says, bad do how bad do you it? want it? And it. exactly. And what, what sacrifices are you willing to, to make to make it happen? Right. How hard are you willing to work? How long are you willing to work? Right. What are the things um, that you do to make your vision a reality right yep i think that's a great way to close out this podcast uh brandon thank you for doing this i love you man man. uh you share some funny stories with us it's nice to be back uh just sitting stationary i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad that you're here dude it's crazy how like like literally the day after this whole road trip like every day i was driving even even when i was in vegas the day that i came back to chicago and just like did nothing for a day i felt like I was still kind of like moving a little bit, like when you got off a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know that feeling. So it's really nice to just kind of be chilling out. 
not moving for a little bit. So. I'm glad I do. Yeah, this, this I'm just going to put this out there. Put it out there. In seven years, we're going to be 35 years old. 35. Official age to be able to um, be president of the United States. <laughs> so I believe that um, Donnie and the Machine, president and vice president in the coming years. <laughs> yeah, right. No just way. put that out there. No way. <laughs> no, that's I'm just saying not. vote for us. That's all. No, it, man. It's a possibility. Why not? It's not a possibility. Why not? Nope. Nope. Give me one good reason. I, I don't want to be... No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not even going to go there. All right. Not even going to go political on you, dude. All what? right, man. Let's... You know what, Sabri? Uh, let's leave us with uh, one of the machine's latest songs. Here we go. Thank you for listening, everybody. Later, guys. Love you. Guys. you. Yeah.